1: Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and guess what? It is the return of the Cordyceps crew. We are back talking about The Last of Us. You thought we were done. You thought 2023 was the big year of mushrooms? Guess what? Let me tell you. We're back With more Mushroom Talk. No, we're talking about The Last of Us Part 2 remastered on PS5. We're going full spoilers today. We have lots to talk about, but we got to introduce the rest of the crew. Joining us once again, I I was trying to think of like Mushroom names for you guys. I'm like Shiitake Shabazz, you know, but then I'm like, but what can I do for Anthony?
2: I don't know any A Mushrooms or any G Mushrooms, but Shabazz, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm trying to think, you know what? I don't know many of the Mushroom or the Fun Guy like family, I, I don't know much of their their names. So I'm sorry, I, I, Anthony.
0: You're you, just gonna be a Mushroom. I'm pretty sure you can create any name you want. It's true because no one else knows. The yeah. different types of mushrooms. How about, out this? There. How about this? How about this? How about this? Gordon Ramsay is watching
1: this <laughs> <mushrooms>. <laughs> Listen, I was going to say he's not a fun guy, but he is a fun guy. It's Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Uh, hello. But which one is he not though? Is he not a fun guy, or is he a fun guy? Well, you're going to have to go back and listen to what parts I really enunciated uh, when shoot. saying that. Could be an insult. Anthony, how you doing, my friend? No,
0: I I wish I was not alive <laughs> <laughs> what, what i wish i was i wish it was like you know being cooked i, I was, was a dead. cooked what mushroom a to right now
1: uh, what a way to start this episode we're talking about the last of us part two remastered on ps5 this is something that we've been waiting so long for we were you know when when this announcement first came out and if you go back and listen to our our mainer back in november when we're like oh my gosh this is finally happening you know where there are the rumors there was the there was that esrb rating we're like oh is it coming is it not going to come and then it finally arrived and we are so lucky that we actually had a pretty long lead up to play with this and and really experience it so i want to say thank you to our friends at playstation for making this happen for us providing us with codes we've been really lucky to have about a month with this game to really get under the hood see what's new let you know is it worth your time to return to this world and there's lots to cover and there's lots to talk about of course this is the movie podcast if you want to catch brand new episodes all throughout the week we have lots of new episodes ready for you check it out we have uh Really monumental episode coming out on Friday, which is our top films of 2023. Within that, we also recap the Golden Globes. We talk about Tom Cruise and Warner Brothers. But the big thing in that is that we introduce a new way to support our show. So for the last almost five years, the movie podcast has been, you know, independence. And we are at a stage now where we want to offer you ways to support us. We love what we're doing. We wouldn't be doing what we are today without you listening, without you watching this. Um, so if you like what we're doing and you want to support us, we'll have ways for you to do that. So make sure you tune in on Friday, see all of those options that we'll have for you um, because we want to keep doing what we're doing. Because like I said, we really, really love it. But today is all about The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. This is releasing on PlayStation 5 systems on January. 19th. So this week you'll be able to return to the world of The Last of Us. We know you fell in love with the series last year. So if you're returning uh, to The Last of Us and you and you want to see what comes next, what the HBO series is going to be coming next, we'll probably talk a little bit a bit more about that later in today's episode. But I do want to give a full disclosure that there will be spoilers for what this game is. If you want to hear us, you know, go into depth about the story. We have actually have our very ever first game review out available still. For The Last of Us Part 2, we were joined by our friends from Untitled Movie Podcast, Matt Roarbeck and Nate Sheldon from Geekcentric. That is out. If you want to go back, if you want to rewind the clocks back four years and hear our fresh thoughts on the game when it first came out, go check out that episode. But today was all about you know how we're feeling with the game, what's new to the game, and is it worth your time? So I don't want to waste any more time. Shabazz, start us off. Give us your first reactions to the last of us part two remastered on PS five. What was your headspace going into this? And how has the story,
2: you know, sat with you over the last four years? I think, you know, we've been huge fans of this series, game, and now television for, for quite some time. And um, The Last of Us Part Two is no stranger to its controversy when it first came out to all the way now when people are saying, do we need a remastered? Oh, my God, we got to pay a full price. Oh, my God, we got to pay $10. And I think a lot of what we're going to be discussing today is going to really kind of guide you on a path of... What is the best option for you when it comes to buying this game? And and we want to provide our most honest opinion on it. We love the game. We love the story. And I think... Up until now, I have fallen more and more in love with this story as time has gone by. I think watching season one of The Last of Us on HBO even helped my love for this game grow even more because you kind of see some of that, the, the groundwork being laid for what this game is going to be. Eventually, you got some... Possible Dina hints in the first one. A character very prominent, very important in this game. The story, luckily, hasn't changed. They didn't go ahead and add a new twist in the game or, or change the ending around i love that about this because again like i said this game had so much controversy going into it that sometimes the pressure that can really pile on you i'm glad they stayed true to their guns i'm glad that they stayed true to what this game is because it is not only one of the best games it's just one of the best stories i have ever played it's a story that i take my time with even when i'm going back to play it right now i think this is my third or fourth playthrough and i'm like still just in awe as I'm playing it. That said, I think that Technically this game is more marvelous in the sense that the, the it looks a lot more brighter it, it, it looks a lot more crisp the ray tracing is great the 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 particle effects are amazing the dual sense is phenomenal one of my favorite controllers in video gaming and I think I love the way the bow kind of you know the the, the triggers feel when you pull on the bow I use the it's always the bow, bow. The, bow.
1: the bow is always like the, the, it's like what can we do to put uh, you know haptic feedback and resistance it's like it's always that that feeling of the bow being being pulled and then you shoot it and it feels
2: incredible every it, time. It's two things for me. It's the bow and also when you make a Molotov cocktail in this game and you're filling it up. Not only are the sound effects amazing, but you feel a vibration of like almost like water being put or alcohol, really in this case, being put into a glass bottle. It's such a specific feeling and and, and sound that they were able to capture it in the controller. So I'm like just pouring Molotov cocktails all the time and just feeling it vibrate in my controller it's amazing and i love the lost levels there's a lot of great features that this that this you know remasters come with the lost levels alone are are fantastic i think going back and kind of playing them kind of seeing like the behind the scenes of what the developers kind of go through where it's not 100 polished but seeing how they set it up putting those little commentaries in each uh portion of that like hey this is why we cut this out of the game or this is what this part of the game was meant to represent and there's really a lot of cool like gaming mechanics that they've put in there's like a I don't want to spoil too much but there's an area where there's like a almost like a fun fair in a way or a fair I don't know why I called it a fun fair a fair that you can kind of go and you got a fun at the, fun fair, fun, that's at the okay. fun fair and you can kind of play a bunch of the little carnival games carnival makes more sense um, but I also love the the director's commentary or I guess really just the commentary in general that plays over all the cutscenes within the game. So the game it has a lot of cutscenes, and so whenever you get into one, you'll either have like Neil Druckmann come in, or Holly Gross, or um, Ashley Johnson, or uh, Shannon Woodward, or oh, friend of the show Troy, Troy, Troy Baker? Baker. That's it.
1: Also, Holly Grossman. Not She just she, that's she, her. That's her, her. That's her username <laughs> online. My apologies. We're cool like that. That's why we're, we're cool just like that. Hallie G.
2: Actually, I don't know why. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you have all these amazing people kind of just coming in, and you know throwing in their two cents about what this scene means to them. And I I love how they talk about some certain moments, like uh, the part where you kind of meet up with Jesse, for example, and they talk about how, yeah, when the trailer first dropped for this game, people started to figure out that Joel was, was dead and we didn't want, we wanted to kind of, you know, persuade them the other way. So I love how they kind of talk about that misdirection that they had to do. And it was just really cool kind of getting the behind the scenes of it all. Another thing that I am not sorry, Really quickly, I want to touch on some of the things that I'm maybe not a big fan of in this remaster. I think it's really only one area that I really wish that they had focused on, and that actually comes down to its loading. The game is a lot faster at loading for sure, but I still kind of feel the loading at certain points. Especially when you die, it should be just instant. We shouldn't have to get back to the whole, here's a tutorial screen, wait till it kind of loads a little bit, and then hit continue. That kind of still pulls me out and reminds me of when I used to play it on PS4. Granted, on the PS4, the load times were so much longer, but you would think that in this remaster, that would have been fixed. I kind of wanted a little bit more of that instantaneous being brought right into the game. It is much faster, but not as fast as I hoped or thought this version of the game would have been.
1: I think that's a great spot to pick it up because there are obviously a lot of quality of life improvements and there's a lot of praises that we'll be singing for this game very soon. Um, But yeah, the loading times for this game are improved, but it's those little quality of life things shade that you're 100% right where it's like, okay, if I die, if a clicker comes ripping out my thorax and you're like, okay, that happens, cuts to black, wait for the tutorial thing to pop in. Give it an extra couple of seconds, then you hit X. I know it's such a first world problem, but when you're trying to do something. So for example, I got stuck in a situation when I was playing where I was um, you know, when you're and you're going to the TV station in Seattle and you get introduced to the trip mines pretty much, right? The like the, the wires that are kind of being set up everywhere. I was set I what was happening was I was in an area where there's four of them all around you. And you have to do it very specifically, right? And obviously, the fault of my own that I I died there a couple times because I was just being very, you know, carefree while playing. I was like, you know what? Let me shoot this with my shotgun. But when you die, you load back in. And then if you come back in, you maybe move too quickly. You die again. And then you wait. And then you die again. You wait. So it's just like, okay... Let me be very methodical here because, like, those little loading screens, you know, they do take time. Where you look at something like Ghost Tsushima, or um, where they actually let you skip the loading screen if you don't want that. You know, the tutorial screen, you could actually turn that off in Ghost because you just kind of load back in. Same with Spider Man, you die, you come back in really quickly. Obviously, there's a lot going on in The Last of Us Part 2. This is probably the best looking game ever on the PS5, it looks phenomenal and it already looked incredible on the PS4. So when you're seeing it on the PS5 this time around, you're like, this is one of the, this looks better than real life. This is incredible looking. But yeah, you will pay for those extra little loading screens still. And also, the fidelity, as incredible as it is, you know, I'm playing it like I remember it looking. When you see the side-by-sides from the, you know, the reveal trailer, you're like, yeah, it's not a dramatic difference from what we got, because what we got before was already incredible. So fidelity-wise, yes, there are improvements, but it's not like a... If you're going into this and you want like a night-and-day experience, it is not a night-and-day difference, especially if you're playing on PS5 with that PS5 patch. It looks incredible, um, but it's not going to be something right away that you're going
2: to be like, yes, this is different. You mean the PS4 version, right, with the PS5 patch? Yes,
1: if you're playing on PS5 with the the PS4 version on PS5 patch. Yes, exactly. It's
2: it's almost identical and i think again i know that's not how the game was marketed because that's not the point the game already looks amazing how can you make it look better um but i think for me the biggest thing was can you shrink the load times to almost nothing kind of like how spider-man 2 a natively built ps5 game i don't think has any loads loading screens really i was kind of hoping for that but i mean it's not a huge issue but i kind of wish that that was the main thing
1: Anthony, jump on in. We'd love to know how has the story of The Last of Us sat with you over these last four years? Um, It has been a controversial game when it came out because story reasons, obviously. We're going to get into that again. Reminder that we are talking spoilers today. Um, Ellie, Abby, Joel, there's a lot to talk about. So please let us know your thoughts coming into this version of The Last of Us Part Two.
0: Well, the last time I played this game was, you know, Four years ago i I did a back to back playthrough uh you know finished the game and then platinum right after and that was the last time I played this game, so coming back to it it's it was nice to kind of just go through the story again, understand the characters, and just kind of get back into the last of us um world last year we we did the remaster of the first one, which is great, fantastic game, and then here we are with the the second one, and really, the game runs really smooth on the PS five. Like I, I thought that, you know, frame rate and, and any type of bugs, I didn't experience anything like that. I just kind of had this really fluid uh, game through and, and really I was, it was a big of, bit of a challenge to understand like what was the huge difference between, you know, the PS four and PS five. Like I I'm looking forward to hearing from other people and going you know, side by side and understanding what those elements look different in. Cause the, the game itself is very cinematic. Like it has like a lot of filters and film grain and, and it's hard to kind of distinguish the two when it comes to what's the PS4 version look like and what's the PS5 version look like. But I, I found that it was a lot smoother. I felt that yes, the, the load times are so much faster, even though, um, they could be even faster. I do like the dual sense support, especially when you know firing a trigger. It feels like you're you're you know, you're press you're you're firing a trigger. If you're throwing a bow and all that. Um, another really cool thing is the ability that you know accessibility has been improved so much more on this game. And for for accessibility needs uh, people, they are going to find a huge advantage playing The Last of Us Two Remaster. Um, I was looking forward to no return. And for me, even though I had fun playing it as like maybe my first or second playthrough, there's a lot left to be desired from that playthrough because it's very short. It's very quick. And, you know, you get to the final boss and once you, you defeat it, you kind of start over again. And sometimes with this type of gameplay, you just wish there was a little bit more like in terms of enemies or the length of each, we'll say uh, environment that you kind of go into. And I, I, I do think that when it comes to, you know, no return, I really think it should have been like three or four different, bosses as instead of the one arcade boss that you experience at the end of that no return. Another big thing is
1: I really don't like dying and then starting over again. I'm just, yeah, it's, it's the roguelike, right? Like, and it's interesting that PlayStation has has done that now with, uh, Valhalla as well too, where that's very integrated into the story and the whole points to die where with no, uh, Gosh, why am I saying with no return? Uh, you get... Yeah, you could... You do your runs with the different characters and you unlock different things. But yeah, there's... Once you've kind of mastered that, it's it's all kind of... Your mileage is going to vary depending on if that's your type of gameplay or not, if that's your type of thing or yeah, not.
0: Yeah, and for me, it's just... It was so quick that I really didn't really care to play it again over and over again. Even if I was playing as a different character, if I was playing as Jesse or Dina, like, yes, they have their own characteristics... I just didn't, you know, I didn't care to continue that journey. I also, you know, the skins are really nice to have, especially when you do the gameplay, uh, while, you know, gameplay th- uh, playthrough with those skins. Like I, I played as... You know, astronaut Ellie a lot, which is different because, <laughs> you know, it's you're wearing an astronaut suit when you're talking to these characters. It's just it feels different. You're know, I mean, having
1: the most depressing ass scenario happening around you, and Ellie's just in an astronaut yes. suit. I use um, the astronaut
0: suit a
2: lot as well. Don't worry. I know. Me too.
0: Another thing I would have loved to see would have been like just new weapons. I think that would have been cool to have like just adding new weapons. They're just the same weapons that we've experienced in, you know, the first game or the part two of that game but i just wish there was more options for weapon and and modifications i i think that could have been another good incentive of just purchasing it and and like saying okay this is the money that you're spending is where it's going to um where i really found the most value is the commentary track because the commentary track is where i found you know you are getting the most context to a lot of the scenes that you might not have understood, or maybe you understood, but maybe you had like some sort of reservations or questions in regards to how certain people acted or felt. And I think getting a perspective uh, from Neil or or from Ashley or, or, or Troy, it just has that balance to be reassuring that, you know, what you're feeling in this scene is what they wrote into this story or things that you might've missed or things that you didn't even know about. You're going to get a lot of Easter eggs from the commentary track. And that's where I really found the value to this game. I, I enjoyed listening to their, their uh, you know, how they conducted a lot of the sequences or how they did the motion capture, or like Shay said, where, you know, they They, you know, people were catching on that Joel died. So they kind of use Jesse as a way of with the jacket, with the brown jacket to kind of like, you know, second guess you in that sense. So it's, it's a, it's really, really cool commentary track. And it's a lengthy commentary track because it's a very long game. And I really, really enjoyed their perspectives and they have a lot of fun talking about what they've, what they experienced during that run. Things that like guitar free that was That was fun, I guess playing as Gustavo is a fun feature. Um, but like I'm not good at playing the guitar, and I don't think I'm good at playing the guitar <laughs> through a video game, so it's just again, it's a cool feature, but the lasting appeal is very short. Um, Lost levels are a really cool tool, again, putting the context back into, you know how they construct and how they tell the story sequences that maybe made sense during the writing process. And then they took it out during, you know, the actual, like, you know, six, six months before the game was to release. So things like that, I, I enjoy, but I also found myself trying to understand like, is this worth $10? And, you know, honestly, I came to this conclusion where I feel like, yes, $10 is not a lot of money, But it's also money. And I feel like Naughty Dog could have given this as a free upgrade to the loyal, you know, Last of Us followers and just say, hey, man, thank you for being a part of this world. Thank you for watching HBO. Thank you for playing last year's game. Here is this really cool incentive to have for your PS5 now that you've you've. If you have it, if you've purchased it, this is a really good incentive to continue the game
1: with us. That's a really interesting point, though, because you're right. I think, especially when we're when we're coming off of uh, God of War Ragnarok, where you're like, here, here is this whole free mode that is pretty in depth, that has a lot of cutscenes. You're getting a lot for free with that, and you're like, okay, well, The Last of Us Part Two, we did get a PS5 update for free, so you technically can play it. With you know the graphical enhancements and you know fidelity and um, uh, frames per seconds that you can't fr- what am I biking on frames 60 per seconds yeah. yeah sixty frames yeah um, you can get that with the PS4 version on PS5 um, I really look at this version of The Last of Us Part Two remastered as it's almost not not even a director's cut but like it's like a collector's edition it's like me rebuying a movie that I love because there are you know additional um commentary tracks and there are additional behind the scenes footage just like me rebuying lord of the rings um because there is so much of the, the the game itself the story itself i love it and now i'm getting all the the extras with it and i'm glad that you know it would have been awesome to have this as a free upgrade i i i 100 think you know playstation could have done it too but i'm also thinking like you know what still for for this game to be re-released it's still not a full price game for people who are going to experience it for the first time or for people who are um wanting to upgrade from their ps4 version for 10 bucks it's not as much as i think we have seen studios do in the past or they wouldn't have given an upgrade option right so i'm glad that at least there is an upgrade path there uh but for me for the for the game itself i mean what more can we say about the story of The Last of Us Part 2. I think it's a very challenging story. It's a very it's a story filled with hate, you know, Neil Druckmann even said that the first game is about love, Part 2 is about hate. And I think what this game does so much more than a lot of games have before for me is that it pushes back against you, it takes you out of your comfort zone. At the first game you felt so powerful playing as joel or you know cu- taking control of ellie this one to be relinquished of that control to be witness of uh, a murder of a brutal killing of a character that you love so much and then go on you know this killing spree vengeance revenge tale that the last of us, last of us part two is but not only that then then be put in the perspective of you know the killer and uh, of of abby and I remember playing it for the first time and being like, I'm so angry. I don't like, like, why am I playing as her? And then Abby sequences in the part in part two, I think I enjoy her story events more than what I played as Ellie, because there's so much that goes on with her story when you're going through like the the like the wolf camp the seraphites going to like the seraphite kind of island there is so much in there and then it makes you think man how are they even going to begin to adapt this over a season of television over two seasons apparently what they're going to be doing breaking it up there's so much that happens in this game it really is long i, I think the first time we played it All of us finish it around between 26 to 30 hours. So it's a pretty dense game. And now you're adding on top of that, the guitar mode, which I've been like, I'll be honest, I've been noodling around with that a lot. I think it's, it's really fun. It's really cool. And it makes me excited to see what people are going to do with it. Um, I'm, I really love the commentary. I think Anthony, you know, he, he nailed it where it's like, this is as somebody who loves the last of us, this is why you're upgrading to this version of this game to listen to those commentaries. Sometimes you, you forget that it's on. And because the commentaries are the, the cutscenes are so seamless in this game, you'll just be playing. And then all of a sudden you hear people coming in and be like, Oh, do you remember when we did this? I'm like, Oh my God, who's here? Who's talking? Because they just kind of start talking and then talking about these moments. And it's like every single moment that you are not in control of the game, you know, you have this cast of people there playing it with you and it's a really cool way to experience this game because you really do feel like you are playing it with the cast and the creators of the last of us from naughty dog and that, and that's really cool um i i think the last levels are a really cool addition as well too i mean there it's not anything that blew me away but it's just cool to see the process that goes behind a video game. And again, we don't get this too often. You know, someone I, I grew up loving Left 4 Dead, there used to be in Left 4 Dead this commentary mode as well too, and literally it looks the exact same as The Last of Us. You walk up to a little speech bubble, then you hear the developers talking. I really hope more devs do this because video games are the hardest media in the world to make. The What it takes to pull off a game like this, to pull off any video game, is nothing short of magic. And we really deserve or they really deserve to have something to showcase the work that goes into that. And I really love that's what The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered does. It really is a love letter to the community of like, listen, this is what we made. We want to share this with you. The fact that they're going to be including the documentary in the game as well, too, for Grounded Part 2. Um, that's great. I, I love that when we started playing the game, Anthony, we, got, we saw the trailer for it and we're like, hold on what is this? This isn't announced yet. So we were so confused and then they got announced a couple of weeks ago and we were so happy because I think the first Last of Us documentary was so amazing. And now to get another one where we're going to see what went behind part two, that's like, sign me up for that. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, I'm I'm really excited as a fan of the Last of Us to one, have more Last of Us to, con- to consume, but also just to have something that is like an all-in-one collection of you love this game, learn how they made it, play it and that's I, I've, I've been talking for a few minutes now and we didn't even talk really much about the gameplay itself. The gameplay loop of The Last of Us Part 2 is some of the most fun I've had with a game. The mechanics of this game are incredible. There's a mix of stealth, a little Metal Gear Solid, a little uh, Uncharted. You get everything in there. So I love that there is now a sandbox for me to return to, for me to pop into, for me to kill some clickers, kill some shamblers, take on some of the the WLF or the Seraphites and just play in that sandbox and play that mode. And you know, I'm not a big fan of roguelites. I really loved my time with Valhalla and with the last was part two I've, I've done a few rounds of no return um and I'm I'm curious to go back but it also I'm like you Anthony I'm like when I die I get really frustrated because I feel like I'm like oh, I didn't make progress I didn't I, I I couldn't save I couldn't go forward um but the fact that I have something now that I could just open up experience the gunplay experience the the melee the 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 combat of what the last was part two is that's what really makes me fall in love with this game and now to have like the perfect version of one of the best games ever made So I'm curious. We know that the last of us part two is going to be adapted for season two of the HBO series. We kind of want to know what you think. So you, you let us know in the comments and the replies, you let us know where you think season two will kind of wrap up because they are going to break into two. I want to ask you guys though. So Anthony and then Shay, where do you think season two is going to wrap up? What do you think is going to be the season finale from, uh, season two of the hbo series
0: it will be i believe i think it would be a great cliffhanger right when tommy and jesse and get ambushed by abby in the theater i think that's a great great and send off for that season two of uh of last of us because it it just builds the momentum of whoa if you haven't played this game well what what just happened i just saw jesse die. Right. abby's there there's Ellie's there. There's a, there's a lot of conflict. Tommy got shot. Tommy got shot. Tommy got shot by a gun. Um, (laughs) But it's just, there's a lot of like buildup for the third season, which we know, we know, you know, we know as if we played it, we know what happens, but it's just for the casual viewer, someone who hasn't played the game, they're going to experience that sequence. Because when we experienced that sequence, I think we were all shocked about just how the story kind of took place. And then we cut to, You know the story of Abby and where she, where she gets her her anger from and her revenge from. So I think it's and I I can clearly see season three opening up with Abby and you know running through the garden or the zoo or wherever that place is in Seattle with the
2: zebra with the zebra like that's
0: just a great great season three opening that
1: is a great opening yeah 100 percent. that's where
0: i kind of play season two's finale
1: right like literally like the final lines will be like we let you live and you wasted it and then Boom. he just it just yeah. cuts like what a moment what a moment shay how about yourself what about you are you in the same <sighs> similar wavelength as anthony or are you thinking somewhere else Look, i
2: mean i think yes that's a great place to do it but i think what i learned from season one is they've made a lot of changes to the way that the that the story is told and some things like you look at you know episode uh, with bill and um oh my god uh frank bill and frank that episode like that part is so different from the game they're going to be doing the exact same thing when it comes to season two and three of this show so i'm curious is it smart to kind of have one whole season about ellie and then one whole season about abby like when you look at it from a networking perspective do you think viewers will want to tune in and, and see like oh my god is this season all about this girl that we hate from last season you kind of have to wonder like how are they gonna be able to kind of interweave the story when it comes to telling it on on, on tv so i think that's a great spot though where, where anthony mentioned to kind of you know, put a pin on that season and continue on forward. But I think they're going to do it a little differently. How they're going to do it, I, I have no idea. But I think it's going to be similar to what Anthony's saying, with a with a lot of twists in the way.
0: I think the biggest twist they could pull off is Joel doesn't die. No, he's dead. He's dead. No, he no 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 no. Could <laughs>
1: you um, could you imagine? No, and pop, and, and that's pop. the thing, right? I, in my like, we know Pedro Pascal is very in demand right now, and I'm like, okay, how long are we going to? Is he going to be around? Is he going to stay? You know, is it the end of the first episode? We're going to get rid of him, and obviously, we'll have flashback episodes that we include him in. But like, because he's obviously like, even though Joel eyes early in this game he is in the game a lot still so i'm, I'm curious is that going to be similar to what they do with pedro are they going to go maybe episode abby episode ellie um it, it's a lot because you're like yeah are you gonna have a whole season of that then you gotta get into a walking dead scenario where you're like man like we haven't seen what carl um and um um, well, why am I blanking on the name of the sheriff from Walking Dead? Oh my gosh, uh, Roger! No, I, Rick, never seen the show. Never seen the show. So, uh, it's never seen the yeah, show. Yeah, well, yeah well, um, we're like it, it's kind of like that. Where people knew going in what happens because they were fans of the comics. We're like it, when we're spending a lot of time away from the main casts of, of what's happening, um, and then they gave spinoff shows. So I'm curious, do we like you know um, Nick Offerman? You know, made reference or like you know there was talks of maybe doing a spinoff series where almost like a last of us factions where every episode is, you know, with different survivors, different things happening within the world of the last of us. So we could do that too. But I think Anthony, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in the similar, similar thought process as Anthony right now, but I also feel like there is so much that leads up. That is like a long time to get to that moment as well too. So what if they even end it sooner? You know what I mean? Like, what if Joel doesn't die until mid-season? You know, like there's there's a lot of different things that they could do to really shake it up and to really spread it out to tell this story properly, right? Because the Last of Us Part Two is a very dense story. There's a lot going on. There is Jackson. There is Seattle. There is California. There's so much that's happening. There's like the Seraphite Island. There's a lot. So I'm I'm really curious to see how that is all adapted come uh, season two, but we'll find out hopefully uh, later this year or early in 2025. It is
0: also a series that you, the, there's no more games after two. So do they pro like really extend it for two or three or four seasons, this, this portion of the game so they can kind of catch up because you don't want to be ahead of the game. Something to think about. Yeah, you don't be right? Game of Thrones, right? You don't. But like, again, Game of Thrones is different because you're, you're, You have a writer that, you know, he's writing the book and he's really happy with what we see on, on screen. So it's a different story with video games because it takes so long, a book can really Done within two years. Well, a game could take five, maybe ten years, depending on what that next story looks like and whatever Naughty Dog's doing right now.
1: That's true, but we know fans have also been waiting for that last Game of Thrones book. I feel like for like a decade. It's crazy. So, but yeah, I'm really curious, and you know, Last of Us Part Three has to happen. I mean, I can't see them greenlighting a whole HBO show and then only. Going to adapt, you know, the first and second game. I think there's a lot more stories to be told. And obviously, the series has deviated a lot from what the games have given us. It's a, an amazing adaptation, but there's a lot of little changes that they've done, right? So. I'm really curious to see how that goes. But let's let's kind of bring it back to the game. Let's give our final recommendations for The Last of Us Part 2 remastered on PS5. Shabazz, I would love for you to start us off.
2: You know, I, I thought about this a lot and I'm, I'm so kind of just everywhere with it. I think for $10 it's not too bad to get all those little perks that you're kind of getting. The director's commentary, the no return and the loss levels, all that. I do believe it is worth the $10. Do I wish that PlayStation did it For free, absolutely, because I think you know this game should have that. But I also do like the fact that it's not a full price game if you wanted to go buy it. So I do believe that it's worth the ten dollars one hundred percent. And I do also believe that if you've never bought this game or played this game before, you've done a disservice to yourself and you need to play this game immediately and you need to pay that full price. And I use I'm using air quotes because it's not really a full price game, it's still a lot cheaper. Go ahead, buy it, play it on PS5, and just fall in love with how amazing this game absolutely is. Yeah, you know, I'm right
1: there with you, Shay. You know, for for me, um, the $10 upgrade for what you're getting, if you're a fan of The Last of Us, it is absolutely worth it. That commentary alone is worth it. To have the best version of one of the best games ever made is worth it for me. And if you've never played the last of us, if you're going into this game, I'm so sorry we spelled so much for you in this review, but if you're going into the last of us part two, never having played it and you're like, you know what? Let me actually experience this for myself. That price that they're offering this game at is worth it. This is one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's one of the best games ever made. We, we called it a real gem when it came out. Um, the story is still exactly that and there's some extras there for you yes it would have been cool to get more it would have been great to get you know factions because we know we're not getting that game because there's the the gameplay is so rich in this you only want to spend more time with it you want to be with it more but yeah i'm right with anthony too i think new guns new things could have really added to this experience too but the fact that we now have a version of it on the most modern systems i'm hoping There'll be maybe updates and maybe additional things to come down the road as you know news of what's to come with Naughty Dog comes around. But yeah, I definitely think it's worth their ten dollars and worth your time. Anthony, take us home.
0: This game is made for two types of people. It's for the hardcore fans and for those who haven't played the game yet. And I think if you fall in either boat, I think this is a great option for you. If you haven't played this game, this is a great and you just got a PS5. Christmas was around the corner, maybe you just finally got your PS5 and you want to play Last of Us 2. This is a great addition. If you're a hardcore like Last of Us fan, you're gonna love everything about it. You know, what's $10, especially for a digital version? You pay $10, you get a bunch of stuff that is included. I think the most valuable stuff is the commentary and you get excited for what's to come in the future. And I think that's, that's a really, really cool thing that Naughty Dog's doing. Again, I wish it was free. I wish they kind of shared some sort of loyalty to their fans in that sense where it's like, Hey guys, thank you for being a part of this world. Thank you for being a part of the last of us series Here's this, you know, addition. But if I, you know, what it it is, what it is, ten dollars. I would. There's so many things that we can say about ten dollars. What's ten dollars, and then what's ten dollars for that this huge company? So there's there's a there's a hit or miss in in that that conversation. But I I found I found a lot of value with the commentary track, and I would probably pay that ten dollars just to listen to it again
1: fantastic thank you shabazz thank you anthony and thank you to playstation for providing us with codes for the game the last of us part two remastered comes out on ps5 this week january 19th you could revisit uh, i think truly one of the best stories in video games and play it in the in the best way that you could possibly play it. Uh, of course, this is the Movie Podcast. We have lots of incredible episodes out right now, and we have some big changes coming your way. So if you want to you know, hear everything that we have going on later this week, tune in for our new main episode on Friday, the best movies of 2023, and a lot more ways to support the show. Um, but in the meantime, make sure you follow us on socials at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, x letterbox wherever you are the movie podcast will be there join our discord and if you're watching this on youtube please like subscribe leave a comment below leave us five stars on spotify join the polls There are so many ways that you can interact with us and you know and maybe listen to an ad or two because it definitely supports the show as well that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next